Welcome to the With Clarity and Purpose podcast with your host, Janet Borrego. Each week, I bring you an inspiring person or message to empower you to live life on your terms so you can be who you want to be, do what you are meant to do, and have the life you deserve to have. We will provide you with practical and cutting-edge approaches to continue getting clarity and direction on your path, mastering your mindset, and gaining confidence to tap into your inner wisdom so you can live on purpose. I'm going to tell you today the story of my life when I felt the least confident, when the imposter syndrome, it was at its fullest and it was so tough. It was so uncomfortable. And I'm sharing this with you today because maybe you're going through a similar moment or maybe you look back in your life and you had this moment and somehow you have become more tolerant to the things that don't align with you. And I want you to, after this podcast episode, to decide to make a decision to take back your power and to reclaim the powerful person you are. Because you deserve truly to show up with confidence. You deserve to be authentically yourself and let that light shine. It doesn't matter the environment that you're in. It doesn't matter the situation that you're in in your life because those situations that are the most challenging, those problems, they are all temporary. So remember that they are going to pass. And the moment where I felt the least confident, to be honest with you, was when I actually graduated from my bachelor as a chemical engineer and I started working in the oil and gas industry in Houston, Texas. That first year was a huge wake-up call for me because while I was going through my chemical engineering degree, I was learning the curriculum given to me. I was learning the curriculum describing all of these topics and matters that I was learning. But the only curriculum that I never learned was the one about myself. And when I graduated college, I realized that there was no checklist given anymore. There was no material to study anymore. The path was not created for me. When I graduated, I realized that I had a blank canva and now it was my time to create the reality that I wanted to create for me. But there was one big aspect that I didn't have figured out at that time. And the most important aspect really was who am I? I didn't invest time in getting to know myself. All those five years, five years and a half, I studied, I got straight A's for the most part, and I got five internships in the oil and gas industry with major oil and gas companies. It was all about learning the industry. It was all about learning what engineering was. And I worked hard. I was very responsible. I was like a nerd until my last year of college (laughs) where I got to enjoy. But the thing is, like, I never got to learn 
hey, who is Janet? What does she enjoy? What are the things that now that she is done with college, what are the things that I truly like doing? Who am I? I mean, what is my purpose? in this life. So I started working that first year as a chemical engineer and I started realizing that engineering for me was not it. The environment that I was in at that moment for me didn't feel aligned. And I put so much pressure on myself to be someone else. I put so much pressure on myself to fake it, to fit in, to try to see how others were acting and in a way acts like that. But of course, it's exhausting. And I remember my inner voice just communicating to me and saying, Janet, you're not in alignment. Janet, you need to be you. And I kept ignoring it and I kept tolerating being uncomfortable, not in a good way. Okay, I truly believe in being uncomfortable as you continue growing towards your long-term direction one that is aligned with you towards your purpose. But this uncomfortable was my inner voice, was my gut saying, this is not meant to be, this is not in alignment, do something about it. And I kept ignoring it. I kept tolerating whatever situation I was in. And here's the thing, if you ignore your inner voice, it will keep coming up. And not only that, it will keep going, getting louder, and louder and louder. And it got so louder that it manifested in my physical body. And it's so funny how that happens many times, how the stress of not being us, the stress of not showing up authentically, it manifests for some people as back pain, headaches, not being able to sleep. For me, it manifested in a way of a panic attack. My first panic attack ever in my life. I've never suffered it again because I learned that lesson that day, okay? And honestly, at that moment, I thought I was gonna die. I know I've told this story in the podcast before, but in the thought of thinking that I was gonna die, I looked back at my life and And I told myself, this is not a life, the one that I'm living right now that I'm proud of. This is not how I'm going to live this world. I'm going to live this world when the moment comes, but I'm going to try my best to be the happiest, most aligned, most fulfilled version of myself as I serve to the world. Because always my vision and mission for myself has been helping people align to fulfill their highest potential. Like I was doing for myself and gaining clarity on what my purpose was at that moment. So I had that panic attack. And of course the doctor was like, okay, relax. Nothing happened. This is just a panic attack. But for me, that was the biggest lesson. I didn't go back to work and I was like, oh my God, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna still tolerate more and more, I did the opposite. That day for for me was life-changing. It was a big day where I committed to getting to know myself. I committed to investing on who is Janet? What is my mind? What is my soul telling me? Literally taking all the parts of the human being and starting to understand that behaviors, emotions. That's why I'm so passionate for you to learn yourself because it's not until you learn yourself that you realize that every single thing that is happening outside of you is a reflection of everything that is within yourself. Your limiting beliefs, your empowering beliefs too, your negative emotions, your baggage, traumas, patterns. That's why I'm so passionate 
with my coaching clients, when we start coaching, we don't start straight coaching. We start with a breakthrough session. A breakthrough session is where they're going to get to know themselves, mainly the things that have been stopping them. And we are going to release those things with proven techniques, proven neurolinguistic programming techniques, techniques that I've learned for years and years that I've invested time, resources, and everything else to make sure I am fully prepared to assist my clients so they can let go and move more with more clarity, with more purpose. So that's what the breakthrough session is. It's a very in-depth session where for the first time for many people, they get to know themselves. They get to know their blind spot. They get to know those unhealthy patterns that they keep repeating without even realizing. Because most of the things that you do, they are subconscious. Your subconscious programming is running your life and you are not even aware of it. So awareness is key, but not only awareness. Once you have awareness, it's taking action to make sure you continue applying those lessons. Because there is a lesson behind every challenge, behind any scare, behind any problem. And at that moment, the lesson for me was... One, listen to your intuition, to your inner voice. Two, when you know that there is not alignment, how you are showing up, where you're at, do not wait until crisis hits, until you hit rock bottom to do something about it. And that simple realization, which is simple but powerful, and it's Sometimes it's really hard to apply. That simple realization honestly changed my life forever to the point that whenever, I mean, back in 2021, when I left my nine years corporate career to become a full-time entrepreneur, I did it in a moment in my career where I was really shining, when I was doing really well. Why? Because I didn't want to arrive to a moment where I was making a decision out of pain. I wanted to make that decision out of love. And so many times as we go through our life, we are operating in fear. And those are the patterns that we need to become aware of. So after I got that lesson, after I got all that scare, I really started aligning more with who I was. But in order to do that, I needed to get to know myself. So I started going to personal development trainings. I hired mentors. I hired coaches. And after that, like I couldn't look back at my life because it really empowered me to continue finding my true purpose in this life. And in the process of aligning to my purpose, I started realizing the mindset shifts, the behaviors that really boost your confidence, that boosted my confidence at that time. I'm still working on it, okay? It's a lifelong process, but these are things that I also coach my clients on. I learn from my coaching clients so much because even though they are different people, even though they are in different positions in their career, some of them are mothers, some of them are not, even though they are different, they run very similar patterns. So these five surprising things that you can do to boost your confidence, they are based on my experience. 
as I've gotten results, but they're also based on the experience from my coaching clients. So the data is there. And these are five things that some of these you probably haven't thought about them this way. So I'm just so excited to talk about this today. The first one is trading perfectionism for vulnerability. Let me repeat that again, because it is a deep one. It is a bit deep, deep one. I mean, it's a realization I got recently in terms of putting it into these labels, trading perfectionism for vulnerability, basically letting go of perfectionism and choosing vulnerability. We have been raised with this idea that being emotional is not good for your leadership skills, for your communication skills. And many people have decided to put their emotional being aside because of that programming, but also because they are not comfortable just experiencing unpleasant emotions. And they decide to numb those unpleasant emotions. But here's what happens when you numb unpleasant emotions, you also numb the positive emotions. You also numb the happiness. You also numb the fulfillment, the joy. We live in a life where the core of life is duality. There is no light without darkness. How would you know what light is? without things getting dark. The same thing happens with the human being. There is no happiness without sadness. Experiencing unpleasant emotions is actually part of life. It's what makes you feel connected within yourself and makes you feel connected with other people. That's the part of being vulnerable. Now, when people think of others being emotional, being emotional is nothing bad. You don't have any bad parts. What the things that we need to really regulate are the reactions to our emotions. The things that we need to work on is not believing everything we think and we feel in moments where we are going through challenges or problems, but wait until that kind of like that storm passes for you to be able to see yourself more clearly. So, In order to be more confident, you got to get more comfortable in being with yourself. In order to be more comfortable in being with yourself, you got to connect more with that vulnerable side of you. Because the more comfortable you are with yourself, the more compassionate you are, the less judgmental you are. Because perfectionism, if you think about it, it's... There is a lot of judgment in in perfectionism because when you expect yourself to be perfect, you actually do the same thing with the people outside of you. You expect others to be perfect. That's why you're doing it because you are treating yourself like that. As I mentioned before, everyone outside of you is a reflection of who you are, how you're treating yourself. So perfectionism does not allow you to live with happiness and with confidence. This is related to confidence because someone who is authentically confident, that person is comfortable with who he or she is. So the more vulnerable you become, the more comfortable you become with yourself and the more you can show up just as you, instead of thinking that 
you have to be a perfect human being to get the approval, to get the love you deserve. You just have to connect back to who you are and give that love to yourself. What you are expecting from others, you gotta give to yourself first. That's what's gonna make you way more confident. When you are more comfortable with the way you feel, with your emotions, that's why this is the first element that it is important to work on, trading that perfectionism that you expect of yourself and others for more vulnerability. It's okay to say, hey, I messed that up. It is okay to show up vulnerably and simply communicate what you feel. There is a lot of vulnerability in communicating feedback, communicating boundaries, but that's what we're here for. As human beings, we communicate, we mess up. So you avoiding any mess ups is impossible because we are human beings. If you don't mess up at any point in your life, you're not living. And I'm not saying messing up like, something crazy. I'm just saying the little things, even me posting in LinkedIn, okay? There are many times where I have drafted a post and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so afraid. I'm going to be judged. But that is my opinion. If I get judged, what? People are going to judge anyway. That's my opinion. And the whole purpose is that my intention is pure, is to help, is to serve. Most of my posts are vulnerable. So I share stories. If you're not following me in LinkedIn, follow me. But I don't expect perfectionism because perfectionism compared to what? That's the thing. We are comparing ourselves with people around us that they don't even know themselves, to be honest with you. I mean, this sounds rough, but most people don't know themselves. And that is the first life task we got to prioritize getting to know ourselves. If this podcast episode resonates with you, I want to invite you to join my free and live masterclass, Permission to be Powerful, Learn to Lead with Confidence and Live with No Regrets. This free class is happening on Wednesday, August 9th at 6 p.m. Central. You will learn the strategies and mindset shifts that have helped my coaching clients align to their authentic self and live a life of abundance and fulfillment. You will learn how to stop faking it until you make it so you can finally show up authentically. Overcoming comparison and jealousy, effectively communicating boundaries, and also speaking up with confidence. You can sign up using the link in the show notes. And at the end of the masterclass, I will also share how you can work with me if you're ready to embark in this self-discovery journey. Through my aligned coaching program, I've helped clients accomplish dreams that they never thought they were possible, like manifesting an executive leadership position and moving across the country to their dream state, attracting their ideal romantic partner, overcoming the imposter syndrome, creating side businesses, and so much more. Again, this free masterclass is happening on Wednesday, August 9th at 6 p.m. Central. If you can't make it live, no worries. Sign up because I will be sharing the recording. I cannot wait to see you there. Now, let's go back to the show. So that's the first thing. The second one, which is kind of related to this, is trading external approval for internal validation. This goes again with us trying to seek other people's approval, other people's love, making decision out of what other people think. If people are helping you, great. 
But something that I highly recommend is you being in a place where you get to decide by yourself first and then you share it with other people. That is exactly what I did when I transitioned from corporate to entrepreneurship. I remember I was walking with Cody, my husband. This was like a month after my uncle had passed away from cancer. And I remember something within myself. It was like a switch, like a switch went on. And I'm like, my uncle just died. He had many dreams he couldn't fulfill. For the last 10 years, I've been dreaming of becoming a full-time coach and speaker. I've been doing it in the side already while working this corporate job. I've never done this in my life, but I'm going to make it happen. And this inner voice was actually the same inner voice that was telling me back in the day, back in 2013, 2014, Janet, this is not in alignment. And because I learned the lesson back then, I decided to listen to my inner voice this time and just make a bold decision, which was the one of transitioning to full-time entrepreneurship and making it happen. But I went inside of me first. I made sure that this was in alignment with my long-term fulfillment. And after I made that decision, I then shared it with others. Of course, I shared it with my husband, made sure he, he was okay, because I think decisions also have to be ecological. Good for self, good for others, good for the environment. Now, becoming a full-time entrepreneur, dedicating my life to helping others fulfill their potential, that's good for me. I mean, I love it. I think people are immensely capable of anything they put their mind into. And I just fell in love with helping people overcome any limitations that they experience in the way to fulfilling their dreams. So it's definitely good for others. And of course, good for the environment. We need more people who empower others, who uplift others to feel good, to do, I mean, to get results in any goals they want. So trading this external approval for internal validation is so important. The major decisions, the ones about like leaving a job. I remember when I was in oil and gas, when I transitioned from engineering to supply chain, because that was a department I wanted to try because it was more people-oriented. It was more aligned to my long-term direction. Many people thought I was crazy. Many people were like, what are you doing? I mean, that's like a step down. And I'm like, nope, I'm confident about this decision. I'm going. And thanks to that, I manifested so much abundance in my life. I mean, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, because I was doing what I truly loved. So you cannot assume people around you know what's best for you. You got to take that responsibility because if you don't take that responsibility and they tell you something and that's something doesn't come out as you wanted it to be, you're going to start blaming them. But it wasn't them. It was you who decided to actually trust them more than what you trust yourself. But now if you trust yourself and you make a decision and let's think of the worst case, it doesn't go as you want it. There is a lesson to be there because every single thing that happened in life, even the most difficult situations, there is a lesson embedded there that you need to learn in order to go to the next level. So trading external approval for internal validation, listening at your own voice, listening at your intuition, making decisions from a place of fulfillment and alignment. And I'm not saying this is easy, okay? Even for me, many times 
it is hard to overcome that programming of people pleasing, to overcome that programming of they know better. But you got to understand, my friend, you already have all the answers you're seeking within yourself. That's the most important part. Third way to boost your confidence is going from wanting to impress others to knowing that you are enough already. Going from wanting to impress others to knowing that you are enough already. What I've found with my coaching clients and when I've observed this pattern with myself is that wanting to impress others and people pleasing comes from a place of scarcity. It comes from a place of believing we are not enough. And because we believe we are not enough, we tend to overcompensate by wanting to demonstrate to others that we are helpful, we are useful, we are amazing. But when you are enough already, you let go of operating from scarcity and you embrace the magnificence and the power that you have within yourself to the point I love one of my clients. She told me in one session, Janet, my manager told me how of an amazing job I did during this presentation. And it was nice to hear that from her, but I already knew it. I didn't need it. When you're needing that external approval and that kind of information that you impressed others, That is actually a sign that you need to work more on filling your cup and knowing how amazing you are. Now, let me say something. It is important to ask for feedback from the right people. And in the process of giving feedback and getting feedback, actually in the process of getting feedback, you got to understand that getting feedback doesn't mean that you're going to incorporate every single thing someone tells you. It means that whatever resonates with you, if you do an introspection and if that makes sense, you take that and you incorporate it in your life. Feedback is a gift. I mean, I ask feedback from clients, from business partners, from my husband. My husband and I, we have literally a weekly check-in every single week where we tell each other the things that we did amazingly well in the relationship. And then we talk about the things that maybe we need to improve or things that we need more help from the other person. Feedback is great, but feedback doesn't mean that you're not enough. You got to come from a place of like, I am enough already. Your feedback, it's great. Your compliment is great. And I still feel good about myself because even when you don't feel good about yourself and you receive feedback, you take it too personally. When you're taking things too personally, it means that you got to fill up that cup of knowing that you're enough already. The fourth way of boosting your confidence is going from needing to fit in to being authentic and embracing your authenticity. I remember that first two years of working in my corporate role, I have an accent. If you listen to this podcast, you know it. (laughs) And I remember I was telling to myself, oh my God, I am literally, I'm like one of the few people here who have a strong accent. How can I have less of an accent? How other Hispanic speakers, they have less of an accent in English. I was just like obsessed with this accent thing. Sometimes I wouldn't even speak up 
doing meetings because I was afraid of my accent until we were having a community event from United Way. And one of the plant managers in the chemical plant back then, he was French. And I remember in one of the promotional videos for United Way, he was talking because my company was one of the sponsors. And this guy had such a strong accent that I couldn't understand anything that he was saying. And I told myself, wow, this guy has such a strong accent and he's in the highest position of this chemical plant. I can't do it. So myself in him and I realized the accent doesn't stop me from anything. I'm not the victim of anything. It's the total opposite. I speak two languages, which a lot of people, they don't. I speak two languages. I came from here, from Cuba, Puerto Rico, and I'm next to people that studied in MIT, Georgia Tech. I mean, my resilience is there. I'm definitely smart. I'm definitely enough. So instead of wanting to fit in, I started embracing who I was at the deepest level of authenticity. And I just started loving my language. And I started reframing too. I was like, okay, because I have a strong accent, any meeting I go, for sure I'll be memorable because people will remember me. Or I started saying, well, I am like the Sofia Vergara of, in this case, when I was doing my side coaching business, I'm the Sofia Vergara of personal development, okay? Like abundant, I'm confident with who I am. So I think reframing your thoughts can be a really powerful technique for you to step into who you already are and embrace your authenticity. And the last surprising way to boost your confidence is to go from worrying about how do I look to having the mindset of how do I serve? I also realized, and it's really funny because I remember one of my supervisors, this is embarrassing, but it did happen. One of my supervisors in my first year of corporate, I don't know what the heck I was asking him. I think I, think I, I was asking him, hey, was my email okay? Um, do you need anything else? And I don't know what it was, but he said, Janet, everything does not revolve around you. It's totally fine. At that moment, I was pretty like, ooh, that's it. That's a punch to my gut. But he was totally right. So many times we are so self-centered. Oh my God, like, are they going to like me? Am I going to impress them? It's all about I, me, me, me. And I think when you transition from the I and the me to the, hey, how can I serve them? I do this in my corporate speaking engagements all the time. When I notice myself thinking so much about, oh my God, I hope I'm going to be okay. I hope they like the content. I hope they interact. I hope they smile in the audience. When I notice myself worrying so much about me, I start breaking that, that pattern and I start setting the intention. I am so grateful that I get to do this speaking engagement. I hope they get the most value. I hope that every single concept in this presentation is of service, that it serves them to be more uplifting, more uplifted, more empowered. So it's going, I, in my coaching practice, I call it, Self versus serve. When you transition from focusing on yourself to actually serving others to actually focusing on the intention of whatever thing you're doing, 
if it's a presentation, if it's a negotiation, it doesn't matter. The intention is always to serve others. The intention is always to create an impact. When you actually put a lot of power and focus on that intention, you become inspired, empowered, motivated, energized, just ready to go. That was the last surprising way to boost your confidence. I'm going to summarize it really quick. It's literally going from perfectionism to vulnerability, trading external approval for internal validation, going from wanting to impress others to knowing that you're enough already, going from wanting to fit in and needing to fit in to embracing yourself authentically, to showing up authentically, and trading the worry of how do I look for the mindset of how do I serve. I really hope this podcast episode helped you. I did this from my heart because honestly, these are the patterns that I've observed over the years. In the last 10 years, I've dedicated my life to fully study confidence, fulfillment, and purpose. And for the last three years, I've been coaching people to do that professionally, to actually fulfill their potential with confidence and authenticity. If you found this podcast episode helpful, if you had some nuggets, please share this podcast episode with your family, with your friends. Help me to uplift more people. Help me and all of us to create more empowerment and hope in this world because we really need it. And you are a key part of this beautiful movement. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have an amazing week. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.